Yeah, your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm a central man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip though. I don't wanna sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. What up, though? Had to get that in my soul. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mental Matters Podcast, where jerk chicken is a lifestyle we like to live. Um, black men's mental health is a discussion we like to have often. And all things black men is just dope. So that's why we're here. Jarrell, how you doing, brother? Uh, I'm doing solid. I've... Uh... I've been enjoying the rain and the weather. It's helped me sleep good. I got some nap time in today. Last two Fridays, I've been on the grill. So that's been, you know, Come on, man. keeping me easy going. <laughs> that's that's kind of like, I don't know, when I think about it, it's kind of like a, um, it's like a treatment for myself. Like it allows me to like wind down like Fridays after work. So I might keep doing that for the rest of the summer. Listen, on the grill, that ain't no problem. <laughs> Let me know if you're going to keep that going. I'll know whether to keep my schedule open. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And what's funny is we just end up getting a, um, a deep freezer. So now anytime I go to the meat market, mm. it's going to be like, nah. <laughs> Let me see if I can get an extra $50 in the budget at to get a couple slabs of ribs or some more chicken to throw in the freezer. So that's going to be fun. And um. Ooh. Yeah, I've still been trying to like take care of my braids. I got, I got my hood right braids on, so I'm enjoying these. They look good on you, man. I love this look on you, bro. I appreciate it. I know a lot of people wouldn't be afraid to say that type of stuff, but y'all kiss my ass. I like the way this man look. Okay, whatever, fighting. I, I appreciate it, brother. And then um, I stand still in my masculinity. Y'all out here toxic with it. Don't let me. I'm a man. Don't make me rap in this thing. <laughs> well, we always say, I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get like you. So, yeah, that's been fun. Just the, the hair experiment, the grilling, um, the April showers, everything's been, been straight. Um, I mean, the culture, you know, we took a blow last week with the passing of uh, Earl Simmons, DMX. Yeah. So, just revisiting his catalog and just going through all the memories as a kid playing outside hearing Rough Riders anthem on somebody coming down the block with a motorsport bike or a Yamaha whatever they was riding at the time you know it brings back memories it definitely do rest in peace to the goat one of hip-hop's goats Earl Simmons DMX um I got so tired of all these uh fake death notices just trying to kill this man days before his time. That's, I, I hate fake news. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I hate when white people get fake news, but more importantly, like, I really hate when people get fake news. It's like, you know, let, mm-hmm. I, I get it. If you're like a reporter or whoever, you want to be the first to report something, I get it. But at the same time, like, 
let the family give that news. Like, that's just it. I just hate when I it, I don't know. It, it just it's just despicable to me when people do that. But um, like you, um, uh-huh. I haven't really processed it. Um, we, we talked about losing celebrities, if you will, within the last year or so, because we lost quite a few, um, specifically with, um, you know, with Kobe Bryant and Chad Bozeman and things of that nature and us not really knowing how to feel. But for me, DMX is differently because, like, let's be real. Stop. Dang, Jarrell, you went down, down. If you if you just hear a beat drop, you hear a stop drop, open up shop, like you automatically know you you gonna finish that. Like it's it's like when people shoot paper balls. The first thing you're not gonna say Jordan, you're not gonna say Curry, you're gonna say Kobe. You're going to say that, or like. You know, for example, I don't, this may be a spoiler alert, but I'm not even caught up today. But for anybody that watches uh, any of the Marvel TV series that have been coming on Disney Plus, in this case, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And um, I think it was on the third episode, you seen the Wakandan be on the ground mm-hmm. and you heard the music and you automatically just got hyped like, Black Panther, let's go! <laughs> But um, spoiler alert. Yeah, they, sorry. Yeah. It's episode four <laughs> out now, so if you ain't saw episode three, that's your fault. Um, I know episode three and a half, so yeah, thanks. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see episode four, so I mean, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I am. So by the time y'all hear this, if you ain't seen episode three and four, that's your fault. Um. All that to be said, it's just something, it's a trigger that you hear when you, like, you you notice that, and, like, <laughs> or one of my favorite ones is everybody's remaking the um, What They Want Challenge, What You Want Challenge, mm-hmm. you know, with, like, the different girls, I think, yep. uh, I think Gabrielle Union and Janet Jackson did it as well, okay. um, <laughs> and they just went through all the names, the other Black women names in the song. Um, those are just the nostalgic moments that we just thank DMX for. I'm so glad that we got the verses with DMX and Snoop Dogg. Um, just being able to give DMX his time one more, his shine one more time. Mm-hmm. And I seen a tweet a couple days ago, obviously within the last couple of days, about um, DMX. One was about one, two things you knew about DMX. He was gonna give you a banging song, and you know he was gonna pray to God, and he was gonna you was gonna get all the <laughs> prayers to God, okay? Like, and that was it. But he he did something with his music that really really inspired me, especially when you talk about you know, man up properly for the culture and us really embracing what black men look like in real life. Um, and that was, and I'm going to go to one of the things we posted on our timeline, is that DMX made it cool to be vulnerable. To me, that his, that's his greatest contribution to the world. So um, to the family, DMX, to the friends, the, you know, people that love this music like me and you, 
Um, you know, we, we appreciate what you contribute to the culture, if you will. No, I know he just throwing one of the craziest concerts up in heaven because you know that's where you went. Like there is no doubt in my mind that DMX ain't go to heaven. That man was praying his little butt off. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so um just give him his flowers while he was here and then um you know on his way up, on up to glory. So we love you, brother. And um yeah, let it be known. It is okay to talk about your vulnerability. Like, you don't have to hide behind nothing, regardless of what you're going through. In fact, we need more of it because I believe we passed away from a, a drug overdose. Right. It was a coma due to a drug overdose. And I think that's relevant mm-hmm. um, because, you know, it's, it's learning how to cope. It's learning how to deal with certain triggers that you may experience as a Black man in today's society. Um I saw the Shade Room post, I think, um, within the last 24 hours, even. Um, by the time you're hearing this, you'll probably know more about it than me. But um, there's some more there's some more bullshit going on in Minnesota. There, there, there was, at least in the last, uh, I don't know exactly the date it happened, but it hit the social media waves the last 24 hours. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure trying to remember the gentleman's name. So if I get this completely wrong, uh, my bad. But let me go to the interwebs to see if I can find this. Um, There we go. Um, Dang it, I can't find this junk anywhere. Now I feel bad. But ultimately, there was a 20-year-old um, black man that got, um, I think, fatally wounded, shot and killed mm-hmm. in Minnesota. And I'm trying to pull up the info. Was it Minnesota or was it Milwaukee? It was Minnesota. His name is uh, Dante Wright. There we go. So, um, Dante, here we go. I want to make sure I get this right because it's some bullshit. But um, within the last 24 hours, heard about the news about Dante Wright, um, that he was shot and killed. Um, They're still gathering all the facts. The young man was only 20 years old. And um, this, yeah, it happened on Sunday. And so thoughts and prayers goes out to the family, regardless of what he did or didn't do. they, we know they're going to try to paint a picture, but it's important for us, the culture, as triggering as it may be, let's find the facts, let's get the story out there. And we're a year or so later after the the tragedy behind Mr. George Floyd, as the case is going on right now for the Derek Chauvin guy. Um, and all that's just triggering. So I think it's only appropriate today that we talk about triggers. Um, for me, it is extremely hard just to look into any of this stuff because it instantly just triggers me. Like, I don't want to try to find the news. I don't want to hear about the news. And it's not that I don't care about black lives because black lives matter. Um, but emotionally it's just in light of this pandemic, this health pandemic we're in and light of, we still remember Breonna Taylor that's never going away. 
Um, mm-hmm. The fact that somebody literally stood on top of George Floyd on, on his neck, basically, and you know, fatally wounded him, if you will. Um, now to another um, tragedy, if you will, in the black community. I'm literally black and tired, like just from hearing these stories, just from um, just front facing this news. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it's important and I'm I'm glad I learned this in my therapy sessions. Um, And we'll, we'll get into more into that in a second. But first let's talk about and define what is a trigger. Um, so I'm going to ask you first, Jarrell, what is a trigger? (laughs) I feel like a trigger can be like any tangible or intangible thing that like causes you to have like some sort of anxiety or some sort of like fight or flight reaction. So, um, I know for me, um, seeing, I'm not gonna like claim that on myself, but I know like I I live kind of like a a different type of, a different type of like lifestyle from, like I I was always taught don't be around like a lot of people, right? So if I'm at the gas station, which I never stopped at gas stations inside the city because of this. So if I'm at, if I just happen to stop at a gas station in the city and I'm seeing a whole bunch of like activity going on, I'm like, you know what, I gotta get up out of here. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like me seeing a lot of activity in certain places when I'm inside certain cities and certain neighborhoods. I just know like, yo, this this not it. Let me get up out of here. So that's that's like one type of trigger for me. Seeing a lot of a lot of people, a lot of activity in one place, I gotta get out of there. Or like for instance, um I know that like my wife, one of her triggers is it's probably for every woman really. <laughs> when 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 you tell them something and it doesn't sound like it's adding up right, they're like, wait a minute. Rewind that back for me, and they need to have one plus one equals two. And if one plus one not equal in two, then that's gonna cause them to dig deeper. So um I don't think necessarily a trigger can always it always has to be um something that's traumatic. I think it'd just be something that causes you to just, you know, take a step back and evaluate what's actually going on. Here. So I'm glad you took a deep dive into that. Um, I'm going to take it one step above and I'm going to jump right back in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the literal definition of a trigger is a small device that releases a spring or catch and so sets off a mechanism, especially in order to fire a gun. And that can be just, you can just walk in all different directions just based on that definition. Um, it can be something very, very small, but it can literally trigger a response. It can literally cause an initial response, something that will shock or whatever, right? Um, for me, uh, one of those triggers, and we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode, one of those triggers is actually when my mother calls me. And for those that know my story or we you had a chance to dive into our podcast um, a long time ago, um, I'll talk about that. You know, I'm very, very transparent about my mother's, my mother and I's journey just to establishing a normal, normalcy, if you will, with a relationship again. Um, but when she calls, that is triggering. 
And I know on one side, that's my parents. So I need to get that shit together. I get it. Um, and I remind myself of that all the time. Um, but when you go through traumatic experiences with somebody, when you are literally every time you get a phone call or something negative, it's, you know, somebody died or, you know, somebody got hit by whatever, or I'm sad or just all, just all types of negative things. It's going to trigger you when they call you because you don't want to, and you don't want to immerse yourself in that, right? So a trigger can be anything that's um, a cause, either an event or a situation that to happen or exist. So um, it could be a um, it could be a certain smell. It could be something you taste. Like literally, it's, it can be like that really bad barbecue weed that you like. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> um, just trying to think about it in a lighthearted nature, but it can be a behavior in your spouse. Um, it can be the reason you break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever you have. Like it can literally be one of those things. So um, it's not just limited to extreme trauma or things of that nature, but um, I'm tired of the hashtags. Um, I'm tired of COVID-19. COVID-19 for me is definitely going to be a trigger. Um, you know, it used to be when people coughed after March 1st of 2020 around me, that was immediately a trigger. It's like, oh my God, oh, oh no. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it can be a range of those things. It can be you know, it could be a dog charging at you. I got bit. I got bit by a dog when I was younger. I remember I was in one of my friends' backyards playing whatever, playing basketball. I think, and literally this dog, it's usually the friendliest dog in the world, it literally came charging at me. And I'm like, oh, is there what's going on? Next thing you know, it bit me right in the leg. <laughs> um, you know, it can be that thing. It can be. You know, if you ever went to a school in the inner city of Detroit, it's metal detectors sometimes in those schools. And, you know, at one point in time, somebody would slip that boy in there. And, mm-hmm. you know, you go, to, I remember going to the bathroom. I literally seen the guy, like, you know, lift, using the bathroom and I seen a gun on his hip. That was mm-hmm. triggering. <laughs> um, especially, especially because I know that violence in the inner city is a real thing um i at the time it was maybe maybe less than 12 months post one of my cousins you know fatally getting wounded by a gunshot you know talking about putting him off like 50 cent you know some dumb shit like that right violence in the inner city is very it can definitely cause ptsd like you don't want to you hear the thought of, you hear the sound of guns on new year's eve you like Owned up like it's it's a natural thing. So, but triggers can be all different types of things, and um, that's what I really want to dive into. It's not just Black Lives Matter. It's not just all the black experiences. It can be whatever for you is a trigger. Um, and we're not only talking about what triggers are. We're definitely gonna take a deep dive into one: how do you identify them, and then 
you know, the healthy way to deal with your triggers versus the unhealthy way. Um, you don't have to always run away from your triggers. You can figure out a way to deal with them head on and we'll, we'll get into that. So, Jarrell, even though you are the man of sometimes not as many words, I know there's at least one thing that triggers you. You have alluded to it in the past. You try not to tell me stuff, but I think you'd be lying. So if you had to say one thing that is your trigger, what would you think say that thing is and why? One thing that is my trigger. Yep. You, you got me guessing myself now because you said you know. <laughs> I'm like, am I gonna say the right one? <laughs> I'm but, challenging um, you. Like I, I noticed that, you know, since we've been working from home, um the structure around working from home is causing me to it, it definitely affects my mood, for instance, when I'm working on something, doing some type of data analysis or putting together a presentation deck and PowerPoint, and then I get a call from someone that isn't on my schedule for the day. And it's like, I, I'm dedicating all of my energy to get this stuff done today. I don't want to pick up this phone and talk to you because you're just going to put either more work on me or <laughs> it's just going to like somehow tell me something that's just going to like cause me to be confused. So one of my that's one of my triggers is like when, when I get a Microsoft Teams call that like, I close my eyes and I'm just like go away <laughs> um the other one is also around work from home is is the, the the constant like emailing like if I check my email at 8 a.m. or 7 30 a.m. and I see I have a bunch of emails that came between 6 p.m. the night before and up until that point it's like why are you doing this especially when when I get my log in like today on a Monday and I see stuff that came in over the weekend <laughs> it's like why it's just like another like close my eyes and just take a couple breaths go get a couple coffee come back start following them checking them off one by one so yeah Working from home in the past year, those those are the two that like stick out to me right now. You know, um, and it's funny because there's actually an article that talk about nine helpful tips when working from home that triggers your de depression. Um, this art this article actually came out a year ago, and I'm mad I just found it this year. <laughs> um, but yes, like the meeting reminders are very annoying. I use Amazon, Amazon Shine for work. And <laughs> Elena knows that she's seen this. It'll literally go off and be like, no, no, I don't <laughs> want to meet with you. It's like, I hope this email finds you well. Stop finding me. <laughs> Stop finding me. I think the meme had the person under like a dining room table or something like that. It's like you under the table, like stop. Find me, please. <laughs> I don't want to be found. <laughs> hey, hope everything's well. It's like it wasn't to your ass call. I don't want to <laughs> talk about work. Uh, and Jarrell just saw me go through this right before we start recording. Like somebody from work called me, and I was just sure. like, "Oh God, turn it off! No, mm -hmm. no, 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 no." Um, what do we have to talk about after six p.m.? <laughs> what What do we have to talk about after three forty-five p.m.? I was already in a meeting until six o'clock anyway, mm -hmm. but an Oprah. 
<laughs> Give Oprah on hands up. What do you want? <laughs> um, and there's and this is an article. We'll, we'll we'll share this in the episode notes. Um, it says nine helpful tips on working from home triggers your depression. Um, the very first phrase on this damn thing says having depression during a pandemic kind of feels like grappling with mental illness on hard mode. If you ever played NBA 2K on Hall of Fame, you know you getting your ass dunked on. <laughs> you gotta play by the books. You gotta. You can't just be out flinging up jump shots. Your defense gotta be on point, and you still might get your ass blown out. <laughs> That's what dealing with depression during this pandemic has been like, and I can speak to that on the other side of it. Thank God. Thank you, Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 That's right. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) triggers can look a lot like your everyday experiences. And we're gonna actually dive into this article um for a quick second. So some one of those nine tips is prioritizing small small moments of joy. Um, maybe it's a day where you don't have a lot of work meetings. That is worth celebrating. Um, <laughs> for me, it's um, trying to, the days where it's extremely sunny outside, I will literally put my phone up, leave it on the dining room table, yeah. and take a walk around my neighborhood. Um, yeah. Especially with the sun doing its thing lately. Well, not today, because Mother Nature just being funk ass. Um, <laughs> she's being a whole ass, actually. Uh, anyway, um, it just, I, I love sunlight. Like, it literally, like, my whole mood changed. I could be having the just shittiest day. And when that sun hit my skin, baby, I'd be sitting there like, all right, let's, let's go. It's like that after class, we uh, experience relations. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I'm ready, you know. Some parts lights was trash, but I mean, you know, the sun is shining. I'm ready to go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I said it. You go back, rewind it 30 seconds. I said it. You'd be like, I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, and down it yeah. Or it's like uh dang, what's that chick name? Uh, embracing black culture shared this. Uh, like you in the middle of the club, and all you hear is uh, <laughs> "Feel the rain on your skin." Like you just feel so much better. Like your favorite song just came on, <laughs> or like all these flash mobs been happening mm-hmm. to old girls' music. I'm about to you see. I'm about to. I'm about to dive in. I'm about, I'm about to go back to where it is. What's our damn name? We about to. We about to find this. It's one of like my favorite memes on social media. That's. That's one of the other things I do. Sometimes I'll just be like, gotta get work done. I'm getting on social media. I'm just gonna scroll and look up. I don't just, I don't endlessly scroll on social media. I go particularly where I know the happiness is gonna be. And embracing black culture, ladies and gentlemen, that is one of my favorite Instagram pages. If you don't know what it is, it's literally embracing black culture on Instagram. It's the best in the world. And mm-hmm. Natasha Bedingfield song is unwritten. And 
For those that don't know what the song is, what the meme is, we, I'm just going to do this because why not? But even better, with the flash mob that be doing this junk, it makes me happy. More importantly, which is when we do anything, it just makes me happy because we the culture. But they cannot sing, by the way. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's terrible. Or like, you know, because we when we do everything, we just do everything. <laughs> I think I saw that when he put the um they overlapped with Beyonce's single ladies video. <laughs> she was killing it. <laughs> Right, we're undefeated. Like <laughs> the culture's undefeated. That's all I'm telling you. So, like for me, it's also music. Um, we do this quite often in our house. Uh, we'll be between meetings, and we have a a, a Harmon speaker, like one of those big uh, circular boys. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Madam EP. Um, she used to work at Harmon. We was like, "Ayo, can I use your discount?" <laughs> <laughs> And she was about to leave the job anyway, so she was like, fuck it, I'll do it, whatever. And mm -hmm. one of our last things we bought was another Harmon speaker. So Elena will literally, or myself will literally uh, turn on title, turn it up loud, mm -hmm. and just play a random ass playlist. It's usually some hood stuff, let's be real. Um, and it's just like, instead of triggering a, a sad thought, it triggers a really good emotion, it's just like, Ah, hood ratisms. It's like when you go to brunch, yep. the food is it's like when you go to brunch, the food is good and the music kind of lit. And when your favorite songs come on, it's like that type of trigger. Yeah. Like triggers can be very bad, but triggers can also be freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said fripping. I'm trying to trying to be a better person, Jarrell. Um, y'all start yelling out, hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I live for the moment we can yell A in unison again, ladies and gentlemen. Vaccinations mm -hmm. as soon as possible. Thanks. Mm -hmm. um, so that's just one of the ways um, I try to capture my triggers. Um, so yes, with that being said, I prioritize those small moments of joy um, as much as possible. Um, also, I cuddle with my dog. My, my dogs be like, you are always here getting on my damn nerves. But Every chance I get, I cuddle with my three dogs. Um, I might literally like take my work meeting from like my favorite chair in the house. Um, so picture it. You have two sofas. You have your chair with an ottoman. It's a real plush chair. You got pillows on that plush chair. It's like a grayish bluish tone. It's like a soft like, it's not leather, stupid rich. Um, it's it's like a very soft gray, bluish couch, right? And so you prop up, you put your laptop on your lap because it's a laptop, you put it on top of your lap, you get it. Anyway, um, 
And then the dogs see you there. I got three dogs. I have two Yorkies and a pug mix. Um, and the moment they see me hop in a chair, they literally like crawl like under my arm or like in like in my lap, whatever, right under my laptop. And it's literally just like this is make working from home thing ain't as bad as sometimes you make it seem. I also understand I'm talking from a point of privilege because there are people that can't work from home during this all this. So this is not to discredit any of the work you guys do out in the field or out at the grocery stores or uh, being police officers or fighting fires or our frontline nurses. We, we give you all the loves and shout outs. But thankfully, I am able to do some of that, some of my own work from the comfort of my home. Um, and just having my dogs around just literally makes all the triggers go away. So if you want to go adopt a dog, there's a dog you need or a cat. I'm a dog person. Um, a lot of people have taken pet ownership during this pandemic um, to the next level, if not um, indoor plants. And um, it brings small moments of joy. So that's one of my favorite points of this article. I'm not going to go through all these, but, um, you know, I'm going to go through some of my favorites. Um, it says connect with coworkers beyond business. Only some of y'all, because the rest of y'all get on my damn nerves. And if you got to ask who, <laughs> if you got to ask who, me, then yeah, it's probably you. <laughs> um, uh, the other one, and this is one of my favorite ones before we jump into the rest of the episode. Um, outside of limiting your screen time as much as possible, um, if you can take, um, if you cannot, if you can afford to do it, find some work activities that you can do that don't involve using your computer screen. Majority of the people working from home right now, or have the ability to work from home right now, are taking advantage of the techno technolo technological advancements and working from their computer screens. Mm -hmm. And it can be extremely ghetto. I know it is for me. I'd be tired of Zoom calls. I am all, so <laughs> I am Zoomed out. I am literally Zoomed out. <laughs> I don't want to Zoom Zoom. Mm -hmm. I don't want an Amazon Chime. Don't want to meet with y'all. I don't want to <laughs> skip a Microsoft team. I don't want to call you on the phone. I'm really tired of social distancing. Um, I feel like if I can't hug my family, I shouldn't have to have a work meeting with y'all. The only reason I'm on Zoom now is because one, <laughs> Jarrell won't come over and barbecue for me at my house, <laughs> or we haven't figured out a way for us to record because I know we protected in this house and he don't go nowhere, so we will be safe and fine. But um, yeah, limit screen time as much as possible. Um, we're going to keep on with the episode. <laughs> One of the biggest things, and I'll say this all day, be extra compassionate with yourself. Um, it's okay to be kind to yourself. Like many people are not firing at full capacity, as the article says, but, you know, listen, 
I'm talking directly to you. If you're listening to this right now, turn this part up, okay? It's okay that your to-do list ain't 100% crossed out or checked out. If it all ain't done, nah, (laughs) it's okay. It's perfectly (laughs) fine. Like, you know, you can track the things you did get done and Uh you can celebrate that shit until the world blows. Mm -hmm. You are not going to be operating at 100% efficiency every single day. That's anyway. But we are literally in the midst of a global health crisis right now. People are getting vaccinated at a very high rate right now, which I'm very proud of. I am proud to be amongst the vaccinated community because I'm headed to the streets. The streets is calling my name. <laughs> this time, damn it, okay? Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm one of the vaccinated few. Um, black people ain't getting vaccinated. There's a good number of people that are, thank God. Cause that means y'all can actually come over for the cookout. But if you sitting here talking about some being fake woke and all that nonsense that comes with it, or your third eye somewhere under your locks, mm-hmm. keep that out of here. <laughs> keep it out. Period. I mean, I got a family that depend on my livelihood just to be, you know, and that's just that's on period that's on mary had a little lamb that's on god that's no cap that's on the real on the lowest of all keys on the highest of all however you want to say it my family depends on me and it is very triggering to me when folks be like i'm not getting vaccinated because black people don't get vaccinated you had to get vaccinated to start elementary school and what your parents do? Drag your raggedy ass over, get vaccinated. <laughs> was they raggedy that young rich? <laughs> Hell yeah, they was raggedy. Now, would you bring because... up a good point? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I would say you bring up a good point uh, about um, the part where you spoke about, you know, not firing out all cylinders every day uh, while we're in a global pandemic. That was something that I still struggle with because. It seems like for every one thing I scratch off the list, three or four things are added. And it's like, it's not even just like work stuff. It's about like life stuff as well, or like upkeep of um, owning a home. So like, for instance, I've been on the phone with um, a lawn care service probably like five times in the last four days, just getting quotes. And it's like, so it's not like it's frustrating or nothing, but it's like, it's adulting. And it's like, I ain't built for this, man. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm calling different lawn care companies. Like, how much would it cost to get my lawn sprayed so I can get these brown spots out of my grass so that I don't look like I'm running a trap house? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's, that's exhausting sometimes. Just doing adult tasks. Like, even, even, um, like, we had, we had, what do we do? Oh, something we had to like call like Best Buy for because they charged us something. And just getting like, just getting like charges disputed on like bank statements and stuff. Like that's exhausting. <laughs> so it's like after that, I just want to like log off for the day, go take my nap, go get me a binky, my blanket, and uh, turn off. Listen, you better get you a binky, okay? <laughs> you ever listen, you ever like put your binky in the middle, like in the dryer with the dryer sheets? 
<laughs> and you get that boy fresh out the dryer just to go lay on the couch and do nothing. Right. Be nice and warm and toasty. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Tell me it ain't the best feeling in the world. You a lie. Amazing. So yeah. I, I totally, when you get done with this. I could totally like understand the whole like not firing all cylinders and and and, and just trying to make sure that you're still doing everything you're supposed to be doing amongst all the other tasks you're already supposed to be responsible for. And that's it. So first and foremost, on top of all that, one of the things from the article is seek out some additional support. Um, depression is a very, very serious condition. Um, it is more likely that we will come out of this pandemic needing some type of therapy or counseling or things of that nature. You might need your ecosystem a little bit more now um you know it's okay to facetime and be like yo i need you just to just tell me everything about to be cool like give me that sense of you know like reassurance right um i officially quote unquote have moved into the next stage of my therapy relationship with my with my with my therapist this man literally told me that we shouldn't have, we don't need to have any more sessions because I feel like we have all the tools. And I felt really, really good about it. And I was like, wait, what about, what if I need that Tuesday? Wait, wait, no, no, no. But um, he literally checked on me a couple of days ago. And, uh, you know, of course this man was in Hawaii, you know, what the hell? But, um, you know, he he literally asked, you know, how's everything going? I was like, to be completely honest with you, I'm a lot better today because yesterday was the pits of the shits, okay? And, um, you know, we talked through the tools and everything, and, you know, I might FaceTime one of my good friends and, you know, my bros or whoever, Um and just seeking out that extra support, you know what I'm saying? Um, I told my boss, I was like, listen, I know you got your personal circumstances going on, but I am tired. I don't want to have another meeting this week or today. Can we end this on time? Someone, he asked me last week, can you get something done at the end of the day? I was like, no, I cannot get that done today. You know why? Because the moment after we get off this phone, I am punching the fuck out. And there's nothing you can do about it besides <laughs> sit in that shit and enjoy it. And I meant that uh-huh. from the bottom of my soul. One of the things that triggers me is you see that I am literally carrying the entire team. And then your ass is going to put a book in my hand. Add more to it. Right. You ever been washing dishes? This is a trigger. You ever been washing dishes? <laughs> that is. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? You you you're washing dishes, you damn near done. You put them on the dishwasher. You still gotta wash the ones in the sink because you ain't got enough room in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Or you almost done washing dishes, and somebody comes behind you and goes, <laughs> throw something else in the sink that needs to be washed. <laughs> You want to and throw you, it back at the back of the head. You want to turn and just ah! <laughs> you realize that's your significant other or your nephew <laughs> child. 
or your dog then vomited <laughs> somewhere in the corner and you like, ah, damn. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so one of the other tools is exactly what I just showed you. It is literally taking a moment, a second to just take a deep breath. Just breathe. This pandemic has been some shit. We have been in month number 13, 14 of supposed to be in the house, supposed to be bored in the house, in the house board, but none of y'all listen. Um, some of y'all don't, some of y'all be listening. All right, I'm not gonna negate all y'all should be doing. But on Easter, I seen y'all out. Y'all was at the park. Y'all was driving up and down this raceway. That's a side street. Y'all was acting the damn fool. I seen y'all. <laughs> that shit was triggering too. Um, but uh, you know, it is perfectly okay to just take a step back, take a deep breath. Tell yourself it's gonna be okay. It's okay. It's okay to talk to yourself. Just don't do it all the time and answer yourself because that's when you start a slippery slope. Um, but um, yeah, just take that moment for yourself, man. Just take that deep breath and you know step away and step back in the game. Um, twenty twenty was not meant for us to be perfect, and twenty twenty one is not gonna just negate and erase that at the drop of the ball. Um, but establish that for yourself. Find that extra support for yourself. And yeah, triggers. And when in doubt, this is really dope song about triggers. It's by Janae Aiko. I'm triggered. She be freestyling. And that's probably the other way I can explain it. Uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's what it's like to be triggered. Boom. So with that, I'll add this to the plate too. Identify, and this is y'all homework. So grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, grab that mail that you ain't throw away yet. I see it right there on your countertop <laughs> or on your couch, wherever you can put it. I see it. Mm-hmm. 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 That junk mail, yep, yeah, turn it over. <laughs> that envelope that wasn't your STEMI check because I ain't got mine yet either. Turn that envelope. <laughs> Write this down. Identify what things trigger you so that they don't trigger you before they trigger you. I'm going to say that again because some of y'all like, I ain't writing this. No, write this down. Get if that pencil don't that ink pen don't work, I'll give you another five seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'm still thinking of jerk chicken as we speak. <laughs> okay. Identify the triggers in your life that trigger you before they trigger you. And what I mean by that is if you identify what those things are that bug you, that bother you, that get on your nerves, whatever. Mm-hmm. Take a step deeper than that. Think about why those things trigger you. What are what are usually what are your senses you're going through when those things tr- trigger you? Is it a sound effect? Is it something you hear? Is it something you feel? Is it something you smell? Is it something you can taste? Um, 
It's something you can see. Um, know what those things are early and often. I learned this trick for myself in therapy. That's the only reason I know to tell y'all this. So I'm actually practicing what I preach. Um, so understand what those things are that trigger you. Write them down. Put them on the wall somewhere. Do what you got to do to remember them. And then think about what you're going to respond, what your response is going to be when those things, when you smell that smell, when you taste that taste, when you see that sight, when you hear that sound. Okay. And that's it. Like, if you can understand what those things, if this may take time, this I'm not going to tell you that this was the most, because simply sometimes y'all writing this stuff down right now may trigger you and that's a normal thing too but understand what your triggers are so that they don't trigger you beat your triggers that is the homework of this episode and that is how we'll not only get through this pandemic if you will because maybe this pandemic is the reason you triggered i know it is for me and i miss my people so much i want to hug them all day and whatever that mm-hmm. I am so tired of masks and elbow bumps and all this other stuff. But <laughs> in order for us to get to a new level of normalcy, we have to follow these guidelines. Vaccinated people can hang with vaccinated people. So guess what? If you go get vaccinated, I'm not shaming you to go get vaccinated. That's not my intention. But if you have no health defects, that will be an adverse reaction to you getting uh, getting this vaccine, they got the Johnson and Johnson one. I know we hate that. I get it. It's effective rates kind of down. I get it, but you may not like shots. So maybe that's for you. That's the trade-off. Go call your local peoples and be like, Hey, I want the shot. Help me. (laughs) Pfizer or Moderna, they will get you together. Okay. Two weeks after your last shot, then vaccinated people can hang with vaccinated people. Do something small. Don't be out here trying to have a super spreader party because you can still get COVID-19 after you get vaccinated. The issue is whether you or not. And the vaccine truly has shown to be effective. Um, if you take your time, do your due diligence. We've been on lockdown for a year plus now. Two more weeks ain't gonna kill you after that. So literally, it won't. Like it will actually save you if you don't. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, identify what your triggers are early and often so that when you see those things pop up, you know how to combat them. You know who you can call, who you can run to, you know um, what your reaction is gonna be so you won't react away. So yeah, if you know your triggers, you won't be triggered. I think that's important that you say that too because it allows like when you know your triggers you can get in front of them and you can be in a position of power you know like you have the power because you've been proactive to identify them to where you can like put a stop sign like at the intersection when you see them coming up the road you know you no longer have to have them like run up on you and then you turn around and you're just like oh shoot right and now I'm here again (laughs) and then then you you fall back into I'm speaking from my own experience because like when they creep up on you and you finally like see them face to face you're like okay what, what do i always do self-isolation no communication um i think i'm mm-hmm. quiet uh i think i'm uh just chill like <laughs> it's like you, you put yourself like in this whole like black hole type of atmosphere 
Um, so yeah, I think I think it's important that you say that like we got to put ourselves in a position of power to where we're in front of any of our triggers coming up on us. That's it. Like it's like sports. Stay yeah. ready, so you ain't got to get ready. You Go practice. Court, practice. It. That's it. Don't wait for it to come up court and blow your junk out. No, you press that boy as soon as they try to inbound that ball. Stay on their necks. It is championship season in the state of Michigan. I tell all my people that play high school sports, stay on them necks. Go for the kill. Like, that's how you kill triggers. You stay on their necks. You be like, I, 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 I. <laughs> that's how you kill triggers then mm-hmm. so we hope y'all learned something um i just thought about several triggers during this episode and i combated them by doing what i could do and um you know many of y'all probably didn't see or hear it but um triggers are a real thing in fact this time of year is actually triggering for me because um my mother actually texted me yesterday it wasn't the fact that my mother texted me i don't have a problem talking to my mother now it was actually reminded me that it's the anniversary of my dad's passing. In fact, it will be 10 years on Thursday, on the April 15th will be the anniversary mm-hmm. of his passing. And that date used to trigger some very, very sad emotions out of me. However, the thing I'm most proud about for that day is one, how people just kind of encompass me and embrace me around that time. But it's also the, <laughs> wait for it, the founding date of our podcast first episode. <laughs> so that's how I decided, Jarrell didn't really notice, notice, but I use the starting date for our first episode for our podcast to be the date of my father's passing. And that's how I fight the trigger with that trigger. Boom. I don't think you ever told me that. <laughs> I keep the secrets, Rich. <laughs> I don't keep secrets. I'm telling you now, man. What do you mean? <laughs> but no, like that was just something that I dealt with. Right. That's just something I dealt with for a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was once April or I think 2016. I remember we were in Florida. I was with my uh, sister, my brother in law at the time and my wife-to-be, because we got married later that year. And um, uh, I remember we were in a timeshare, and it was literally the day before my dad, the anniversary. And I remember being immensely sad. I didn't know why. Um, Then I thought about what the next day was, and I was just like, my emotions was just, I think somebody said something to me, and it just came out. I was angry. I was sad all at one time. And I said, this shit ain't healthy. Mm-hmm. It's really not. <laughs> it's really not healthy at all. And uh, I found a way to deal with that. I found that talking about my father, celebrating him, um, maybe cooking. Maybe that's something. Jarrell likes cooking to lighten his mood. And I swear to God, this man can cook. Um, <laughs> I don't just talk about jerk chicken for my, for my mental health. I mean, I do. But because the man can actually make it, okay? Um, you know, maybe being in front of a barbecue is your, you know, your, your happy moment. I get it. I got a new barbecue grill. I know. 
It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just found ways to celebrate my father. And one of those ways was the culmination of releasing our first episode on April 15th, 2018. And that's how I celebrate my dad. And that's how I fight that trigger. So um, for a long time, I didn't know how to deal with it. And it's 10 years later and I'm still kind of whatever about it, but um, being mindful of who you surround yourself with and just finding positive things to do. Maybe it's cooking their favorite dish. I don't know, whatever it may be. Hey, so with that being said, I'm going to hop off my little soapbox and uh, yeah, that makes what episode number we on? 52, something like that. One of them numbers. <laughs> something like that. Um, we were brought to another episode of our podcast. So with that being said, hope y'all learned something. And Jarrell, what do you have for the peoples? Oh, man. Everybody just stay healthy, continue to stay hydrated. Um, identify your triggers, stay in front of your triggers. Um, find the thing that you can do to make you happy. Because like I said, grilling on a Friday, I think I might turn into a weekly habit. Pending you ain't going to highlight it though on the podcast page. You ain't going to highlight it on the Instagram nah. page. I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. You just put me out there. I'm going to have to now. <laughs> yep. I Even if it. it's just some even if it's just some zucchini on a skewer, I, I think I still might have to spark up. You got to just, you got to give us a video of what you make every Friday now, because that's what you said. If, if it's a Friday you don't, then we just going to miss out on good content. Mm-hmm. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all got a new segment yeah. to talk about Jarrell's awesome cooking. And we're going to talk about that um, because we're going to, by the sure. time you listen to this episode, he should be on the grill. Period. Yep. Ha. That's right. Burnt hot. Ain't nothing That'd wrong be, with a burnt hot like dog. <laughs> Love it. Right. The only way to eat them. And if you don't like hot dogs, <laughs> that's your mama fault and your raggedy ass fault. And you know who I'm talking about? Forget <laughs> my ass. <laughs> anyway. We love you guys. We hope you are well anyways, regardless of what's going on. Um, for more than all things Mental Matters podcast, please check us out on the website at www.mentalmatterspod.com. Um, on Instagram, Mental Matters Podcast, Mental Matters Podcast on Facebook and on Twitter. And you can stream us on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. With that being said, we love you guys. Stay up, stay healthy, drink your water. And do your mental push-ups because cold world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a reference there that I'm listening, but <laughs> if you don't know what cold world is, I'm just gonna hang up this thing. All right, I know y'all. What cold world is. <laughs> yeah, <all right>. bad. <laughs>